right, so first things first, uh, you guys uh, leveled up, right? So let's go over what is new with that. Hopefully dying less on my part. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Barbarian, I get uh, six more health, so I'm at 59. So just shy of it. Um, I think my healing surges were all fucked up last time, because they were much higher than they are now. So I don't know if I got some sort of feat or something I forgot about, but... Yeah, um, because we're six now and evenly divisible by two, all of our like skills and stuff went up by one. So now we just got crazy skills like twelve intimidation, eleven a- uh, athletics. Um, I think it's like nine perception. Uh, skill wise for barbarians, I chose combat surge, which basically when I'm raging, it allows me to re-roll any attacks I miss. So if I whiff it on an attack, I can just try it again. Um, and that's a free action, so I can do that as many times as I want while I'm raging. And the feat I chose uh, was Enlarged Dragon Breath. So that extends my range of my Dragon Breath. So now it's a Blast 5. So it's a 5x5 five five square. So that's like, what, 25 by 25 feet? Nice. Yeah, so it's gonna... Big range. That's a chunk, yeah. I pretty got it hit something this time now, because I always fuck that up. <laughs> That's it for me. Cool, yeah, I guess for Wyron, um, I went with this, uh, I guess it's the f- the feat uh, was a skill focus on my Arcana check, so I could add plus three, so I currently have a plus eight on Arcana checks, so that helps. And then the utility I went with was this thing called Battle Awareness, which is plus ten to all initiative rolls. And it was just like, no villain or monster will get the upper hand on you. So I'm like, hell yeah. So that makes my initiative currently plus 16. Jesus. Jeez, wow. Awesome. Versus my initiative of two. Mine's a four. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, for Donnie, uh, my hit points went up to 49. I took a winter touched, which allows me to gain combat advantage against any foe that is weak to frost damage which is pretty cool and all my skills went up and stuff and i got like a 10 athletics and 10 diplomacy which we don't use anyway no we never use. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and that's what i think that's what i picked arcana because i'm thinking to myself like oh what what did i really want to go with oh i'm trying to think i'm like oh maybe i'll do um religion no i'm just kidding <laughs> all of our saves went up by one too oh nice. oh yeah we should really try and do the good cop, bad cop more, because you got so much diplomacy, I got so much intimidation. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop, crazy cop. That's lame. <laughs> good cop, bad cop, cop that burnt down half the city. Yeah, he's like uh, like pre-Joker levels. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it's actually a plus 17 initiative. That's ridiculous. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Brag. Bragging so much. All right, I think that's it then. Yep. All right. So uh, where you guys left off, you were in the uh, the weird, um, drippy cave that had the kind of strange glow-in-the-dark kind of fungus stuff growing around. And uh, I believe uh, we left it off where you were still hanging from the... Uh, hanging from the stuff, uh, well, as one of you that ate the food has the... That was uh, me. <laughs> yeah, the, you have a... You have a, a like a tentacle sort of plant thing down your throat. 
Oh, that <laughs> creeps me the fuck out. Oh god, that's really not cool. Can I like? I mean, we've all on. we've all seen enough hentai. We know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think of Stranger Things so yeah, much. Kinda. Yeah, it's like a thick green uh, thing that's just basically got your mouth as open as wide as it can, and you can't move your mouth at all. It's just, you know, you try to bite down on it, and it's completely jamming your entire, um, you know, throat. Um, strangely, you can still breathe, but it's uh, some. It's inside of you. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Laren's gone. Let's let's leave him. No, that's what I mean. This is already some form of karma, but it's okay. I mean, we told you not to eat the food. Yeah, no, that's my bad. So um, we're just hanging here then. Yeah, are, yeah. You're are all we attached all? by these vines, these thick kind of greasy vines, and then that are dripping with this weird glow in the dark kind of substance. Hey, does this shit burn? So like uh, it does not burn, but it, it it's weirdly like numbing. Will it light on fire though? Uh, I don't know. You'll have to try it out. You hey, also uh, see a bunch of other skeletons that are kind of hanging in the you know there's oh. bodies in various states of decay, kind of. We see Brank hung up in the. Uh, no, you do not see Brank. Damn! Oh, what a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of character, I'd say, uh, hey AJ, maybe don't light the thing that's attached to you on fire, <laughs> or any of us. I want to do it though. Uh, all right. Oh, but uh, it's are, part are, of me. Are we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are all of us awake? Like, are we all conscious, or is it like yeah, some of us are still? All, you're all wide awake. Okay. Uh, could I just try and flex and just bust out of it, like the, the rock out of one of his shirts? Yeah. Uh, you just can. Explode. So make a uh, make a make a strength check. Uh, twenty. Unnatural twenty. Natural twenty. Unnatural. Yeah. Oh, unnatural. unnatural twenty. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You do. Uh, you wind up getting your left arm free. Ha ha! And I reach for my great axe and just try to start like swinging, like to break any. I can't. I can. So reach your off axe of. is kind of like there's these vines are just all over and wrapped around your body in every way. So you got your arm free completely. Your left arm is completely free, but. In order to get your axe, you're going to have to also break through what's on your back, which is going to be significantly harder. Okay. Are the vines just above me, or are they like below me too, or is it, like, am I just hanging? They're all over. Yeah, you are You are hanging. So they're wrapped around your legs, they're wrapped around your other arm, uh, they're wrapped around your neck, they're wrapped around your forehead. It's like locked you in. Okay, can, I'm going to try and like rip any away from my mouth that might be around there, all right. and try and just... Use acid breath like around me and melt the melt the ones that are clinging to me. So you're using acid breath, but you're gonna kind of spray it around yourself, like any of the vines that are attached to me. I'll try and melt it with acid breath. Are you immune to acid breath? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so at all. <laughs> I don't even think I have like acid resistance. I don't think I get shit from it. Yeah, like, so I don't think that you would want to do that. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I think you'd want to make sure you're not spraying yourself with acid. It's going to be really tough to get that acid breath out and not burn yourself to hell. I mean, it only does 1d6. I could take If you want that. to, you can do that. 
I don't know how else I'm getting out of here. Well, you could try some more strength checks in the, uh, you know, against uh, the other vines if you want to. Oh, why won't you let me hurt myself? <laughs> uh, okay, I'll try and. Uh, You're keep, right. I shouldn't keep... have stopped you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep uh, ripping them off with like my left arm now and try and get my other arm free and just try and rip myself out. All right, give me a roll. Oh, much worse. Ooh, uh, seven. Yeah, you struggle against it, and you now have uh, minus one to your next check with that limb. <sighs> All right, I'll try one more time. Minus one, so yep. that's nine. Minus two now, yep. All right, I lied. One more time. All right. Uh, 13 plus four, so 17. So you're still, it's still stuck, and you're now minus three on that on that limb. It's 17 doesn't get me out? Nope. All right, now I'm just doing acid breath. They're just spraying acid all around me. <laughs> all right, all right. And it's uh, 1d6 damage, right? Uh, yeah, 1d6 versus, or uh, plus 2. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's <laughs> seven, 7 damage. damage. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take the 7 damage, but in addition, uh, oh. you did remove uh, all the vines from... Oh, okay. Your upper torso and like on your bag now though has giant acid holes in it and your stuff <laughs> is falling out on the ground. Um, yeah, so you're 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 free pretty much. You're able to like use your limbs to kind of kick and pull the rest of it off, and you get yourself out of this burning acid mess of vines and uh, and whatnot. Now you're standing on the ground, um, and your bag is your bags are kind of destroyed now. How high are we hanging up, and did I feel that? So you're about four feet in the air, uh, and did you feel the, what, the acid breath? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you'll be close enough where it would have No, you're on, you're on other sides of the, uh, of the room. Okay, yeah. and I was also just curious if it was, like, a chain reaction, if, like, this, like, creature or the vines got burnt, if, like, since I'm, like, connected to it, it would hurt me. No, no, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it, it's connected at all. It seems like they're just all in, independent. But the okay. vines the vines do writhe and kind of move slowly on their own. Like you can see them moving. They're not fast in any way. Okay. Oh god! Oh, that was just fucking terrible. Um, you said there were other skeletons there. Could mm-hmm. do I see any of like their stuff maybe hang like falling to the ground like any of their gear? Oh yeah, there's steal one. there's skeletons. They all have different different like bags and, and armor and things on them and stuff like that. There's all kinds okay. of all kinds of stuff like on the on the different corpses and uh, you're not even sure like how many people there are yet because you haven't really walked around the room. But uh, you can do that. But uh, I imagine that. Other people want to be able to get out of these vines as well, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Uh, <laughs> I start no. lighting everything on fire. Oh, no. Well, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to grab a bag real quick before I forgot, like, because I'll forget that I don't have a backpack. Yeah. So I just wanted to snatch one that would fit everything I have. Okay, so you're able to find one that's not too old, but it's stained from rotting flesh and stuff, so it's a bit gross, but it's big, and it seems, uh, it seems pretty... Um, Pretty solid. Big, gross, and solid. It describes coup to a T. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now that I have that, I'll go and try and help uh, help the other guys. Did you, Diana, did you just want to go guns a blazing right off the bat? 
Yeah, I kind of want to like just start uh, using uh, burning spray on like the the vines above me, like with my right hand. So yeah, you can do that. Pretty. Uh, that's a lot easier to be more pointed, and it's not going to drip as much. Yeah. Um. So you're fine. However, it's creating a pretty good amount of smoke. So this room is kind of am I getting high? Filling up with some smoke. What is it? Are we getting high? Gonna get high. Are we burning resin right now? (laughs) You don't really want to get high from uh, from these vines. Uh, In fact, the smoke is kind of acidic. It's like it's burning your 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 nostrils. You have a hard time breathing when you're up in it, but it's kind of hovering around the ceiling. So I use a. I switched to a uh, dragon frost to freeze it to make it brittle. Okay, so I can snap does, it. That does work. So you, yeah, you're you're burning them and then you switch to the freezing and you're able to kind of uh, break the vines a lot easier now that they're frozen. Swag. And you get out. You 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 uh, jump to the floor. I'm free. I, can, I don't think I can do anything. I think I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> or can I like move my hands around? Or you can. You I... can try to do a strength check to get uh, to get out. Of All that. right. Can I try to strength check to pull this like thing out of my throat? Like it's like a sword. Wait. Say it again. That... I'm sorry. Like I don't know. You know how like people do sword swallowing. What? I'm just gonna try to pull this uh, tentacle out of my throat because that's like my main concern. I okay. suppose. Well, get your arms free first, which is gonna take yeah. two strength checks. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's my strength? This is the most uncomfortable I've ever been. <laughs> I'm just sitting here watching it like my arms folded. <laughs> let's, let's see if he can get out of this on his own. Uh, 14. Nope. And a 16. Nope. Dagger. Okay. Yeah, it's basically a 20 that you're, uh, that you're looking for. <laughs> to get my hands free? Yeah, to get your arms free. That's Are his legs lined up too? That's what I got. Yeah, and his legs are still bound up, too. All right, I go over and I just freeze the ones on his legs. I don't worry about his hands. Okay. Oh, come on, Donnie. We got out on our own. He can do it. So you I just freeze? want the leg. I'm only helping on his legs. I, he can do the arms himself. So, yeah, you're able to uh, you're able to crack the legs free from the, uh, the vines after you freeze them. That might actually be able to give him some leverage if he can swing his legs up. Yeah, so his legs are free, and now he's just hanging from his torso and his arms. Just running in the air like a Scooby-Doo character. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Luigi run. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna try to use my legs to my advantage in a way that I'd like sort of kick and pull with my arms at the same time. Okay, that'll give you a little bit of an advantage. So, uh, you can roll without your minus one, and you still need a 20. Oh, god damn. That's a 13. And, uh... 12. 12. <laughs> Dang so, it. Yeah, you're still... <laughs> you're still stuck there. Ah, oh, damn. I'm trying to think if I have anything, like, special, but I don't really think I do. Oh, phase step wouldn't help, would it? Um, that would absolutely help. Alright, is it gonna, like, damage me by, like, just, like, blinking out of there, or is nope, it, I don't you know. you would be okay. totally fine, yeah, you totally just blink <laughs> right out of it and, uh, get to the ground really easily. Alright, I'm gonna do just... that. 
<laughs> you appear as this weird vine Laren, like hybrid, like Jeff Goldblum in the fly. No, no, I'm just like picturing I blink down there and I look up and like my lungs are still there and I'm like, oh shit. And it's, <laughs> but okay, no. So you I, blink, I'm uh, you blink out of it and the vine that was down your throat is then hanging there, kind of still dripping with your bodily fluids and stuff, but it's <laughs> and slowly rising. But, uh, yeah, you're completely free. And you are now throwing up on the ground. Yeah, I can picture I that. Yeah. You're kind of you're kind of out for for at least like five minutes of recovery. In fact, all of you are pretty weak right now. We haven't eaten anything. Do we have any food on us at all? Well, uh, it, as far as it, when we were in the lock, we still had half a day's worth of rations when we escaped. If that's still. But did we? Is that think, including I feel what like we that found? That was an illusion. Yeah, I don't know how far back the illusion was. Yeah, how you deep guys did we go? Actually, are still really hungry. Uh, you are. You realize at this point how starving you have been, uh, and even like you know more so than when you were in the illusion world. So, how much rations do we have now? Then, then you still have that half day of rations, and that's it. That's okay. So we did use up all of the rations in. The lock hallway. Right. Yeah. You pretty much. Yes, exactly. Okay. So. Nibble. I'm going to nibble on some rations. I'm going to eat like a quarter, a quarter day. I'm just eating. I'm just eating all I got. Yep. I'll right. have whatever I have available. So it's really not, uh, really not, uh, enough food, but it's something at least. So it's keeping you from uh from starving and as you're mm-hmm. recouping and you're all kind of sitting uh you know on the ground eating recouping you know recouping <laughs> uh you notice <laughs> that there's a kind of warmer glow of light that appears in the center of the room and there are three soldiers that appear in the middle of the room uh, uh they look like the place. soldiers that you've encountered before the same ones from the army and they don't seem to see you. They seem to be kind of out of it. So are they looking at us or are their backs just turned? They're just all facing in different directions like they don't even know where they are. Okay. Um, since we're bad at this, I'm going to do it right now and try and see what loot I can find from all the other bodies that are lying around. All right. So you do that, um, and let's see here. Maybe they have, like, weird elven bread that never expires or something. Diplomacy. <laughs> I walk up to the soldiers. Yeah, me too. So uh, you walk up to the soldiers, and they completely don't even understand or see you at all. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and in fact, they're now kind of slowly, like, walking... Towards the wall, they're lagging out. They're uh, going to get. They're yanked having latency the issues. They're going to get yanked up by the vines like we did. They get, they fell under whatever spell we also fell under. I uh, run up and I slap them each in the face. Doesn't do anything. God damn it! <laughs> I use Arcana check. I use an Arcana check. Uh, yeah, on them. They're. Definitely under the spell of the vines. You can use that to tell for sure. <laughs> While I'm like bent over, like scratching through all the piles of dead bodies, like looting, I just like lean back and be like, see if you can get anything off of them before they get yanked up. 
I uh I take out my dagger and I cut each of their hands. Uh their hands are bleeding. They didn't even flinch when you cut them. Okay, yeah, I'll strip them <laughs> naked and push them back towards the vines. <laughs> Fuck it, I did all I could. You're like I, I don't uh, stripping them naked first. Yeah, we're taking all the shit off of them. Okay. They, you they find got food? the standard uh, the standard pack on these guys. Uh, they do have some rations in their bags, uh, which Rad. gives you it gives you another two days of rations, so you do have a little bit more to eat. Nice. Um, so that's good. Uh, there's some water in their flasks, so that's good too. And they have the v- very basic bare bones standard soldiers kit that you've run across many times. Just a bunch of junk, really, and like you know personal belongings and stuff like that. I don their stuff as a disguise. <laughs> uh, you want to wear their armor? Well, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm not going to use it in combat. I'm just going to put it on. And if we get into combat, I'm just going to take all the shit off because it's it'll hurt me in combat. So when you're wearing it, it's going to be hard to wear it without actually wearing it. Because if you're just putting it on and kind of lightly tying things to make it so you can rip it off real quick, it's going to hinder you a lot. And it's going to make kind of a, a really hard time for you to even just walk around. You know, like when you wear shoes and you don't tie them right and you're... Yeah. Uh, um, I, I yell over, like, hey, Donnie, you know, uh, disguises won't work with uh, Dragonborn at all. Yeah, I know. But if, like, one of us is dressed like them, it'll help. Are they all human? Yeah, all three of them are human. Well, none of us are human, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm half. I'm close. Yeah, it would it would fit you. Like, the stuff would fit you. I'm just wondering, like, if he could actually, like, disguise himself, or if it's, like, an all-human empire. Like, it's obvious that, you know, he wouldn't fit in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I mean, yeah. there, are, there are other races that are part of that. And you're not familiar enough with their... Uh, with their their structure or anything to know if there's different markings for different races or if it's, you know, or if some of them are enslaved races or if some of them are mechanically enslaved or something like that, you know? Yeah. I'm just, yeah, just trying to tell Donnie, don't worry about the disguise. We, you know, they might all be dead by now. Um, so who was looking in the, uh, the, um, the bodies? I am Q. Okay, so Koo, uh, you you know, basically, every time you find a body, you just find, like, any bags that are attached to it, and you rip them down, and you're going through them. And there's a lot of junk. It's mostly yeah. just junk. But you do find, in one of the bags of the people that's hanging there, you find 1,700 silver pieces. Yo! What up? So that's pretty good. So yeah, you find 1,700 silver pieces in like this giant tied satchel that was inside of the backpack. Uh, (laughs) And it's, you know, it's old. It's definitely been there a long time, but the the silver pieces are, they're real. They look uh, pretty solid. Uh, And then going through some other folks, it's like a lot more junk. But amongst all the bodies of which there are something like 20 in that room, uh, you do find three potions, and the potions are of cure light wounds. It says at least they're marked that way. And you also find something else. The uh, you find five uh, vials of something called sweet water. Oh, ooh, I like that. Who said you're gonna have any of it? 
Well, I mean, you are the flat. <laughs> you are the flaskman. So goddamn right, I am. I got my babies the back. Only other thing that you find is, and there's one more thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it's a scimitar, and it, it definitely is magical. Other Ooh. than that, uh, you, all the other weapons and everything that you found is just looks like junk. Like it's just, yeah, you can't distinguish it from junk. But this scimitar is, it's, the blade is somehow um, inscribed. So the entire blade has like uh, design and decoration on it. And uh, something in a language that you do not recognize is also uh, on the blade itself. And uh, the grip handle is embedded with a couple rubies, uh, which look like on their own they would be really valuable. But, uh, of course, you don't want to destroy it because you can tell that it's definitely a magical item. Uh, is Donnie, Donnie, uh, Donnie, you still fiddling with the the boys in blue over there? Soldiers? Yeah, I'm having some, I'm playing some pranks, some japes. <laughs> Uh, I'm like I, fucking with them as much as I can before they get <laughs> like they're gonna get uh, they're they're done they're done though like there's no way yeah there's no way we're gonna be able to save them so it's like and they kind I'm of like they stumble and they slowly stumble back towards the wall and you see that the vines are slowly wrapping around them and this is probably exactly what happened to you you know it's like hey this sucks and this is the worst thing ever <laughs> I wish I could provide them clarity so they could wake up but um, I can't. Memories. Remember when this is us guys back when we were young and naive? <laughs> we don't actually remember it though. That's the no, problem. We don't. Uh anyway, you done with uh, messing with them, Donnie? I need you to yeah. uh, magic something. Okay, what's up? Uh give me a magic trick on this boy, and I hold out the scimitar. A magic trick, okay. See if you can detect what any specifics of it. Let me uh let me let me get a little archon check on that bad boy. Uh that is a 19. So you do get the idea that there is an intelligence trapped in that blade. Hey, that thing's got a mind. Huh? That thing is can think. There's Wait. an intelligence in there. Like, out of character, uh, Mike. Like, yeah. Is AJ right in that, or do you mean it's like a plus two to intelligence? No, no, no. There is a mind trapped okay, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a sentience to that to that weapon exactly oh hey guys remember how brank sucked we got a new brank i'm gonna call it new brank That's new brank city <laughs> new brank city uh sweet i got a little uh little bunny here can it talk i saw like shaking so you on it sword hello anyone in there like just so waving it around to see if it wakes you up. You do start to hear, you kind of, you don't hear a voice, but you start seeing a series of pictures in your head. Oh, and, God. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's not a, a really intense or overwhelming experience. It's a pretty light t- type of thing. And you start to see a series of pictures that kind of seem like something like a recap of, of um, incredible battles that the sword has been through. And different people. What's this that, sword look like? Um, and who did he take it off of? <laughs> <laughs> it's a scimitar. Uh, oh, okay. And it was off of a human skeleton. I got nervous that this was our <laughs> elven friend. Oh, uh, uh, Aniston. Aniston? 
I, I had nervous this is Aniston's sword. No, this is not Aniston's sword. And Aniston's dead, and that made me very sad. Well, you don't, nah, know, you don't know if Aniston's dead or not. Nah, he's immortal. He he's fine. Back. Yeah. yeah, anyway, he's not dying anytime soon. He's got that crazy ring of protection that nothing can touch him with. Yeah, unless he takes it off. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, I think we cut you off. The, I see the, like the uh, flashes of the battles it's been in. Is that yeah, it? Or? exactly. And that's pretty much it. And you get the feeling that this sword... It's like, it's kind of like challenging you, like, are you good enough to wield it? You know, and that you better get in some good battles. It's like challenging you. That is so oh. hot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, the sentient sword, you gotta get, make it sexy. Laren's like horny as fuck always. Yes. He's writing fan fiction between him and the sword already. Exactly. No. <laughs> Calm your nuts. I mean, we had the vine already this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't that sexy enough, guys? Come on. Yeah, oh, yeah I think it. that was Sorry. enough sexiness like, for this is our sexiest episode a lifetime. Yet. Nothing's sexier than a sentient sword. Wow, um, that's a hard thing to say fast. That's an alliteration and a half. <laughs> um, Am I good enough to wield it? Probably not, because I'm not trained at all sword-wise. Um, so I'm going to like sheath it and just like hold on to it. And most likely won't whip it out in battle anytime soon, but we'll see. We'll see. And it'll be my friend. And I'll name him Sorty. No, his name's New Brank. <laughs> um, okay. Because, yeah, the only one trained with swords is Laren, and you're sure as shit not getting this one. I have plenty. I'm good. Yeah, we still don't <laughs> know what your other cursed sword does. Right. Um, okay. Sweet. New sword. And uh, the sword is also plus two. Ooh. Nice. This so is the best, the best ornament ever. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> uh, Alright, I guess I look around, see if there's... Well, the soldiers came in through like a glowing circle. Is there yeah. like any obvious entrance or exit? No, they, they came into the glowing... Uh, they came into that glowing... Like, but the glow disappeared as soon as they had arrived. It was kind of like, you know, when you were going through the prismatic lock, kind of like what happened with that. Yeah. Hey, is there a hub where all the vines are originating from? No, they're just protruding from all of the walls all over the place, and they're so thick along the walls that you can't really even tell what's underneath it. Can I start digging away at like a certain part of the vines and see if I can get underneath them? Sure. Do you want to just choose a random area? or Kind of, yeah, whatever's to my left. Uh, to your left. So you just go over there and you start digging against the vines... And, um, you, uh, after a while, are able to pull them away from the wall. And, uh, it is a, like, stone, um, you can, you can tell it was, like, created by dwarves. That this is a room. Uh, and the, 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 the stone walls themselves have been hewn and, uh, assembled. Like, it's, you know, uh, very well put together ancient dwarven construction type of thing. Uh, is there, like, a ceiling in this place? Like, would we be capable of climbing these vines if we needed to? I'm not touching these things. <laughs> the ceiling is, uh, the ceiling is probably about, I don't know, it's hard to tell, but you think it might be about 20 feet up. Okay. I'm going to go around the outside of the room and start freezing the vines. Alright, all of them? 
Yeah, every one of them. All and right. the ones that he freezes, I want to use my uh, pole, like, spear, uh, to, like, kind of, like, or it's, it's a trident, actually. I want to use that to, like, smash him down off the wall, and then maybe we could start looking for a door out of this place. All right. So, uh, you do that, and you do get to about halfway through the room, and it's directly across from where the people uh, entered, and there is a hallway that goes uh, and leaves this room. Cool as hell. But the entire hallway is filled with the vines. I'm freezing Ah, as we go. Let's do it. All right. Yep. So it's just going to be very slow going, but you do... You do freeze and then smash and and you. Uh, it's you know, at will. I can use it as much as I want, so I can literally just like, just be screaming down, and throwing basically. ice out of my hand. Yep. So you're doing that, and it just yeah, it does take a while though to just chop and like freeze and whatever. And you're about like thirty feet down the hallway when fun suddenly you break through into an empty hallway without any vines uh, blocking it. They're now just kind of protruding from the walls a little bit, but it seems like they start um, uh, start just kind of disappearing now. Cool. Hmm. So you're in a, you're in a long uh, stone hallway that just kind of heads into uh, the distance in the dark. Okay. Do we have any uh, torches or anything on us? Uh, um, you do have uh, some torches because of the... Uh, the army the guys ran into picks, the soldiers. Yeah. Nice. Into, yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I light one rocks. of those bad boys. So uh, yeah. does everyone want to light up a torch? Uh, I would say no. Let's save. Like, let's just light up one at a time. All right. And just stick close together. Yeah. And uh, you light up a torch and you notice you can see a li- little bit further down the hallway. There are uh, holders on the walls with uh, unlit torches in them. I'm just hitting those as we go. Okay. So they light just, up. Just uh, lighten them up as we go. Yep. I just grab one that gets lit then. All right. Because it's not wasting a resource at that point. Yep. Well, I'm glad I already cracked this sunrod. <laughs> I'm just going to hold on to it until it goes out then. So there are now, uh, you, you are walking down the hallway and you finally get to a gigantic door. Uh, what kind of creature would need to use a door this big? You don't know, but it's a gigantic uh, door that takes up the entire width of the hallway and is a, at least 15 feet tall. In the front Oof. of the door is intricately carved. Um, it's the face of uh, the Dwarven King that Brank had mentioned before. And uh, below his face... Uh, he's holding out his arms on either side of him, like kind of open-palmed towards you guys. And towards one side that he's gesturing, it looks like uh, like cities and mountains and s- sorts of things. And then on the other side, it looks like uh, looks like undead type of things, like there's skulls and, and skeletons and, and and like rotting flesh and stuff like that, kind of carved into the other side. And uh, the wood is really, is very dark. And then about where the dwarf's stomach would be are uh, four rings, uh, concentric circles that are uh, made of different colored uh, things that are not necessarily wood. But, uh, you know, it looks like one is made of jade, one is made of of some sort of red uh, stone material. 
another one is blue, and another one is uh, is yellow. Hmm. And the concentric rings have uh, they have different uh, like notches carved on them, about like once every uh, inch or so. This reminds me of the path. The like I, I look at it and I'm like, this reminds me of the doors. For some yeah, reason, it was different colors though. Are there colors that correspond to those? Like, it is seems it like, like they do. It just seems like they're a little bit different. Okay. Can we touch the rings in the order mm-hmm. that the order that we went through the doors? Yeah, you sure can. So you touch them. Uh, and it doesn't seem that anything happens when you touch them. Hey, Donnie, you want to put random ring, magical rings on your fingers again? No, like they're like in the door. They're like laid into the door. Yeah, they're laid into the door, and they are. They're, oh. you know, the biggest one is about uh, like like eight inches diameter. Oh, okay. I was thinking they're like rings. Maybe like, it's a spot we have to touch if there's markings on it. Uh, Arcana check. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's definitely magical. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to tell me much more than that. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, you do get the feeling that the rings uh, rotate. Yes, that's what I was just thinking, like a giant combination lock. Yeah, I was going to say, how many notches are there per ring? Uh, it varies from ring to ring. Okay, shit. Following the colors would mean, like, which ring we have to turn first to last. Like, that's how it would work in my mind, at least. Could we thievery pick this lock? <laughs> we don't have thieves. Yeah, no. I have. Th- I mean, everyone has a thievery skill, but yeah, mine's two. Mine's <laughs> a four. Mine uh, is a one. Just like I, put my ear up to it and listen for like the <laughs> click when each one like out. slides in the in the place. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just gonna start spinning the most outer ring and see if I feel any like pushback on it, like any so resistance. It kind of has like a click, 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 click every time you turn it. And hmm. it goes all the way around without making any sort of noise. Can I move the next ring in, like the darker green teal or what, light blue or whatever? Uh huh. Can I move that well, one wait, at all? The the second, like if we just name them one, two, three, four. Okay, uh, two. And so two would be the darker green one, right? Yeah. So the you only have touched the red one so far. Oh wait, is red on the outside? Yes. Red's yeah, the outside. Red blue's. Outside. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh, then can then yellow three. Uh, that's the third one. Yep. So yeah. that's the third one. You spin that all the way around. Same result. Uh, clicks uh, and no nothing stops. Okay, I was hoping we wouldn't be able to move it. Uh, okay. I think it would be from in to out. They would be inside to outside, based on the order we went through the doors. Yeah, I just start moving all the circles to see if spinning them i notice anything different with them so you start with the original the the first one the light green one and it does suddenly make a clunk noise when it gets into a certain position oh we do that and then the next one out and you turn get to the that. same thing with that clunk, clunk and then the outer clunk, yeah, all right and they yeah. all click into place and the doors have kind of a weird hiss like air is being released and the door just slides open soundlessly and slowly. That's not creepy. And inside of the room, you see what looks 
almost exactly like what's upstairs in the original room that you came into. It goes pretty far back. There's giant tables that are carved from stone. Uh, everything um, is kind of like it is upstairs, but there are skeletons at every single table seated there, slumped over as if they died millennia ago. Uh, and as soon as the door opens and clicks into place, like it goes all the way open, uh, fire springs up in multiple fireplaces and brazier, uh, braziers, like all throughout the room. So it becomes completely lit up. And you estimate there are probably just hundreds and hundreds of skeleton dwarves seated at these tables and in different uh, various areas throughout the room. Some are like slumped against the wall. There's a few that are just piled on the floor. Um, there's some that are dressed in different types of outfits and all sorts of things. So you're walking into basically what looks like an, a dead version of the upstairs. Can I wow. pickpocket the fancy no, looking Jesus. ones? <laughs> and all the way at the very end, just like there is upstairs, there's a giant throne. And I grab Laren to keep him from desecrating the bodies. <laughs> all right. Did you learn nothing from Abu in uh, uh, Aladdin? Touch nothing. Yeah. Oh, if there was food there, I'd eat it too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> learned nothing from the last adventure. Um, it does look like like when these when these folks died millennia ago, mm-hmm. that they were in the process of just hanging out and partying. Like there was. There's food all over the tables, like what like used to be food, apparently. But hey, yeah, do I notice scorch marks anywhere or anything? Jugs. What'd you say? Do I notice scorch marks anywhere or anything? Uh, no, there are no scorch marks. Okay, this place doesn't look like it was fucking bombed out by a dragon. Nope, it does not okay. look like it. It looks like they, they didn't die violently, all of these skeletons. just They're all sitting in, in tables and like you know looked like they died while they were just hanging out and eating. Well, Donnie's incredibly saddened. Let's uh, <laughs> let's move forward. Sure right. happens. So you get closer to the throne, and you notice mm-hmm. that there are also now uh, on either side of the throne. There's like two guard regiments of skeletons that are all collapsed on the ground, with fancy silver armor and some sort of like really nice looking. St- Really nice looking equipment, and looks like they all have magical uh, uh, swords and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm gonna use the Arcana check to see. Like, I don't want to look at the their bodies. I want to look focus on things like outside of them. Like, what around the room can I notice? So the whole place is pretty much lit up, for okay. sure. But Just the like- bodies themselves are all lit up uh, much stronger than than the uh, than anywhere else. The main thing I'm looking for is a scroll or a book. Uh, there is uh, nothing that you notice until you get closer to the throne. And uh, directly in front of the throne, there is a book on a little pedestal. This is, uh, I think this might be what we came here for. I start scooping up as many magical swords as I can see without it being uh, cumbersome for me. Can I look for coin purses? <laughs> uh, like yeah, you guys idea. can totally do all of those things if you want to. I approach the book. Okay. And uh, 
I'm not going to I'm not going to pick it up. I'm going to open it. <laughs> Donnie's right. the main character. Uh, do you want to <laughs> open it to a specific page or open it to just the front or uh just the front. I want to see like what the text looks like inside if I can decipher any of it. Uh so you open it up to the uh the front of the book and you notice that that basically what it looks like is it's some sort of map on every page and there's dwarven writing uh, around the outsides of each page so on a border so if you imagine like you know a very incredibly detailed map that looks kind of vibrant and uh shimmery and it has this incredibly magical kind of quality to it but around the edges of every page there's gilded lettering and numbers that kind of look like it's numbering a grid but then it's also giving instructions at the same time oh i just like rub my face like oh boy this is detailed i can't read a damn thing here I hold up a magical sword and I go, hey, Donnie, would a sword make you feel better? They're uh, magic. No, I, do, I don't think we should stay here very long. How many swords can I carry without it being um, uh, you can movement? You can pretty much carry five. Five swords is still kind of pushing it, but that's, that's going to be pretty heavy, too. I'll, I'll take three. I just rolled a 23 for perception to see if I could get any coin purses. So you find an extreme absence of coin purses. There is no money anywhere in this room. You are, like, convinced at this point. I shake my fist at the sky, and I'm like, someone beat me to it. (laughs) Um, Do I notice? As you're grabbing the swords, something grabs your ankle very tightly. Guys, I think they're ghosts. Uh, can I look down and see if I notice anything? Like, yep, you notice that one of the guard, uh, the skeletons, the elite guard ones, has grabbed uh, your ankle and is now rising up and using your body as to kind of climb up to standing up. And as that one is rising. You're hearing a commotion throughout the entire room as every single undead. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. Every single undead dwarf uh, awakens and kind of immediately kind of checks back into what it seems like they were doing last, which was just eating and and drinking. And they're kind of grabbing at imaginary food and uh, chattering and stuff, but they seem completely out of it. Their eyes have this 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 crystal glue blue glow to them that is this dead dead eyed uh, kind of thing, but they're kind of just going through the motions of life still. Give them their weapons back. I I immediately toss the swords back down. Just, hey, you got it. Yeah, what? No, no worries. It's all yours. The elite guard just grabs their weaponry, stands up at attention as they do on both sides, and the dwarf at the throne stands up and takes a couple steps forward. I kneel. I turn and kneel to him. All right. Anybody else? I'm still shaking my fist at this guy. (laughs) All right. So you're kind of, you were, you were looking for gold. So you're kind of like in the, 
you know, back in the uh, the, the the eating area still. Right. Okay. You know? So can I notice? Well, uh, can I notice if like the skeleton on the throne reacts at all towards Donnie kneeling, like any way at all? He looks at him. I kneel too. All right. And then he motions with his hand for you to rise. Okay, I stand. I stand up slowly. What has brought you to my domain? Gonna be honest, I kind of forgot. I'm gonna uh, use. <laughs> I'm gonna use diplomacy. I'm gonna use my diplomacy. Oh, check. Can I roll diplomacy thank God. with him? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Is this the first time? Fuck! It's a thirteen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not it. The the ten saved it. It kept it from being garbage. Right. The 13, uh, thirteen is not bad. Thirteen is not bad. But I'm gonna need you to. What are you going to, to diplomacy? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna try to explain what we came here for. Okay. Which, which is? is the the book? I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. Um, we're trying to bring magic back to the land. Because it's been basically exterminated from the land. And it's kind of our fault. Shut up. Don't man. say that. But <laughs> we're trying to, we're basically just trying to fix the world above, is what I'm going to say to the king. All right. So the king uh, says, So the time has come for my book to be used. Yes. Now, Unfortunately, how do I know that you do not? truck with those that would obliterate magic or those that would greedily take power for their own. I look at Laren sharply. I like motion to coup and I say, do you have Brank's book still? Uh, I think I got that, that got taken away, didn't it? Was that part of the illusion? That was part yeah, of the Yeah, exactly, and it yep. like dissolved. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't have it. No, no, no. You you do have his. From, oh, we do. Yep, you do. You have the. We have the real one because it was right. with us in the oh, in the hallway with the okay. doors. Exactly. Right. My mistake. Yep. I uh I. Can what does he give it to me? Uh, could you? Uh, yeah, the book? yeah. If I if I got it, yeah, I'll hand it over. Uh, I rifle through the book to see if there's anything like pertinent to, like this moment that Brank might have written down. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that leads up to this moment, and in fact, there is something that now makes perfect sense about the whole vine room and all that stuff. Uh, however, there's a lot of question marks, uh, and it's like all fragments that basically say that there was there was um, 500 dwarves that went missing at some point. They don't know what happened. But when the king died, uh, the king that Brank references throughout there, that he was entombed somewhere, and that's where the uh, the book is, is is rumored to be, and that um, you know uh, this king, uh, they thought he basically he didn't think that it was going to be full of all these uh, other skeletons or anything. But this is basically all he knows is that. This king has this book, uh, and this is the guy that they, you know, you need to get it from. And the uh, the thing basically also says that, uh, you know, they, <laughs> he's try to figure out a way to get the book from him without fighting him. Yeah, I just say, like, is there any way that we can, I mean, we had a dwarven guide uh, that was with us that was part of the the resistance, the magic resistance, but he passed away 
in that hallway, the one with all of the colored doors, we found his body. That's where we got this book. He disappeared from us. He ran ahead and going alone is usually not a great idea in places like this. And it seemed to have cost him his life. We, is there a way for us to prove? Is there, was there something you would want us to do to prove that we are here on like righteous terms? Righteous. None of you are dwarves. Nope. No. Um, can I show his kind? I pointed the, I pointed to like his kind has been exterminated by this, by this world Have that been. we live in. He's the last of the dragonborn. That's unfortunate. In my time, <laughs> there were many dragonborn. That's what I mean. We come from another world. And like, I give a brief explanation of what happened there. And then I show him the tattoo on my left arm. And I'm like, only us Eladrin have this tattoo. And I feel like, does this design, do you recognize it? Maybe it's like a fragment from another memory of the lost world. We're trying to right the wrongs we've done. I don't understand what you mean by lost yeah, this world. Is- I only know this world. Yeah. yeah, we can't. Fuck. It's not. It's too much to talk about. Okay, the we other pre- stuff, the time, time. We pretty much gotta give up. We pretty much gotta give up on, on the other world. Like that's done and gone. I don't think we're going back to that. That's we're just true. trying to fix the one that we got that we are in. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Um, okay. Can I hold up that bronze disc I got way back? Yeah. It apparently, it apparently had a dark elf ruins on it or ruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I hold that up and be like, does this? We were told this came from these caves. Ah, uh, it may have. Many try to come and find this book. He, like, names the book. It's something in Dwarven that's, like, almost incomprehensible. Hmm. Whoa. And, <laughs> oh, geez. and he said many come to try to find this, to find this book. And many die. Do you... Have dealings with the Dark Elves? So, no, fuck them. Never no, met them. No, we don't. We, we, we salvage Yeah, this. we actually haven't encountered Dark Elves ever. Yeah. You may not take the book until you prove your allegiance. Hmm. What would you have us do? Why don't we cut off Laren's hand? I hold up his hand. Very cute. Cutting off someone's hand. <laughs> Where is any of the dwarven people? Well, our one friend died, and we ran into a ghost dwarf lady, and she was batshit crazy. Yeah. Do we remember her name? Uh, Ziggle Pebbleback. (laughs) (laughs) Does saying saying that name do anything for the king? Uh, no, he does not. Damn it. He's not affected by, by it at all. It's like, oh, that crazy old coot? And he, like, slaps his knee. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark jumps into the sp- the Skype call, and he's the king now, too. God, I hate that. I that. Never. If that's I'll what you want. No. No. Dear God, no. Um, could I pull out the magic scimitar and see if... Sure. Th- whoever's in there knows anything about this, or flashes any images in my head that might work. You see, like, images, you know, there's more, there's streaming images of just all kinds of different battles that this sword has been through. And you get the idea that it's been around a real long time. And, um, you know, it doesn't really give you any kind of clues or anything, though, to what's, 
to the you know nature of this whole this whole thing. I mean, you see battles with dwarves, you see battles as a dwarf, but mm-hmm. nothing nothing worth standing out. Okay, I just put it away, sheath it again. Um, how? I mean, we killed a chimera, but I don't really think he gives a shit about that. I'm trying to think of a way we can prove ourselves. I'll give you this sword, and I show him the glowing red sword. And he said, "Yeah, he's like, I have no need for such things." How can we prove our loyalty? We don't have much, as you can see. You made it past every test that was thrown in your path to get here. Surely you must have some idea of who is in command of the Dwarven Kingdom. Did Brank tell us? Did Brank tell us about the Dwarven Kingdom at all? Uh, well, there's scribblings in his book, uh, and he did tell you. Remember when he was rambling on and you guys were ignoring him? <sighs> he what? did that a lot. <laughs> yep, he sure did. He told a uh, lot of different stuff. Uh, anyway, actually, how about everybody make an intelligence check to see if you can recall anything interesting about this king and what his name is? And I'll give I'll give that I'll give that to you. Oh, I, I kind of remember it myself without even rolling. Hold on. Some brain mark. Am I right? Yep, you are right. Okay. So I rolled an 18. <laughs> you roll an 18, so you know it's Titus Braymark. Titus. Ooh. <laughs> the king under the mountain. Yep. Titus Braymark. I'm just, like, picking my nose. I don't remember shit. <laughs> so you know that that's who you're talking to now. And uh, I, like, kneel again. Yeah, I'm starting to kneel too. I'm like, this guy's the real deal. I'm playing along and kneeling with him. I just say like King Braymark. Yes. <laughs> Go on. That is the king. That is the king of the dwarves. Can I help you? You. I mean, yeah, he knows that. But all right, so uh, <laughs> he knows his. No, own I name. just <laughs> realized who I was talking to. Um, I mean, we still have to prove ourselves. Yeah, uh, uh, is, is there anything we can? Uh, I've, How about we? He wants the current, the current leader of the dwarves. Probably he wants to know who that is. I mean, that was Brank. Now he's dead. Uh, was it Brank? He was a leader. He was one of the five leaders in the Silent Hands, and he like each leader was like a different race. So I assumed he was like the dwarf leader. Uh, what was Brank's last name? Did he tell us? He did. Was it Braymark as well? <laughs> I gotta take better notes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Brank Braymark, is he the one that runs the that rules the Dwarven Kingdom? Tell he was the representative. What has I... become of the Dwarven Kingdom? Yeah, they're a bunch of ghosts, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of them are gone. What do you mean a lot of them are gone? There's a how good, fares uh, my, good how fares my kingdom above this one? Not great. Not great. Brank was the only one we met, and he kind of disappeared on us. Here, um, hey, one show thing the book. we'll do. We, we, hey, here's the, I, I say, like, this was the book. These were his notes like that he was keeping about coming here that we got from him, and I hand him the book. But yeah, now he's he's flipping through the book and reading stuff. Okay. He's, it's taking him a little while, but he's flipping that's, through page by yeah, page and just kind of going over stuff seems to be able to read very fast what a guy what What an undead (laughs) 
Well, as he's going through the book... How do I know you didn't kill him and take his notes? <sighs> That's kind of what happened. Uh, That's not what happened. I mean, uh, he's the one that guided us all the way down here. We wouldn't have gotten here without his help. But he used this sort of magic capsule and he just disappeared. I don't know if that's a dwarven trick or technique, but that's the last we saw of him that we knew it was him. Yeah, if he died, you could ask his undead self and yourself and see what he says. I, me and him are best friends. It's a shame he had to die. He sets down the book and he walks over to this basin and he takes some kind of powder and throws it in the basin and this green flame shoots up something like 12 feet in the air. And uh, finally, when it settles down, the entire basin is heated up with this tremendous orange heat. Like the, the rock itself looks like it's it's not molten, but it's it's like one step before that. And you can feel the heat coming off of it is almost too much for you to take, even though you're 10, 15 feet away from it. And then he takes a flask out uh, from his uh, from his robes, and he holds it high above the basin and drops a few drops into it. And instantly this incredible gush of steam just flies right up from the basin. And it solidifies into this kind of like uh, a column of of solidified steam. And in that steam, you can see him kind of like traveling through it. Using his hand, he's kind of rotating this column of steam and going through things. And you can see him just kind of noticing certain things. You catch a, a glimpse of Brank's face. You catch a glimpse of uh, your own faces. You're seeing all of the stuff that has passed to get you to the point where you are now. And that's handy as hell. <laughs> he uh, finally Montage. Uh, steps back. What you say is true. You will need this book. We will do what we can to like restore dwarf population above and use our the our the book for good. I'm not sure though if we'll meet many dwarves along our way, but we'll try. Who will be the keeper of this book? Donnie. Not I it. will. I will I like I raise my hand, I was like, I will. Come here, child. I walk towards him. He asks you to step forward. The sooner we accept that Donnie's the main character of the story and stop Donnie it, and <laughs> just like the dumbasses like Timon and Pumbaa that follow him, the better. <laughs> uh, he takes your hand and he pulls a ring out of his robe. Oh no, I don't. Do you accept <laughs> to be? I'm not ready for marriage. Do you accept <laughs> to be the caretaker of this book and let these let these dwarves rest? I do. He puts the <laughs> ring on your finger, uh, your middle finger of your right hand, and as soon as he does, it burns really, 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 really bad. Uh, <laughs> Been here okay. before. <laughs> you fall down to your knees in pain, uh, and you take uh, eight damage. Okay. 
searing, searing pain. And you notice that from the ring, there are now kind of green tendrils that are coming out of the ring and are lighting up your hand. So it looks like your hand has some sort of like broken stone inside of it or something, something weird that is making it glow green in these little threads that are uh, traveling throughout your hand. And uh, Titus Braymark says, you are now the keeper of this book. Guard it with your life, for it is the most powerful magic item that has ever existed. Oh, my God. And then he said, and he claps twice with his hands. And the guard stands at attention on either side of him. They kind of, everyone at every table stops and looks at him. Everyone is frozen in this room. And then he says, you may now rest. Every single skeleton falls to the floor, completely just bounces along. The skulls are rolling over along the floor. Everything dust. It's just a, a cavalcade of just dis, dis, like destroying skeletons that are just falling apart. Uh, all of the armor and swords and everything turns to to like some sort of sand, like dust Aww. type thing, and just kind of lays on the floor. But every single skeleton, every single creature in this room is now completely uh, desiccated and completely fallen apart. Is that Even including Titan Braymark? He sits down in his chair and the light goes out of his eyes and his skeleton kind of shifts. Hmm. All right. Uh, I... Is my hand permanently glowing now? Yeah, it is a light, dull glow. Is this okay, the hand uh, missing the finger? No, that was his left hand. That was my left pinky. Yeah. Okay. Was it my pinky? I don't yeah, know. it was my pinky. I think it was your pinky. Yeah. 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 It was your pinky. Okay. I'm, having some, I'm having some hand shit right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Donnie's the new avatar. Stop it. Uh, I take the book. All right. I pick the book up. I start jokingly like praising Donnie, like bowing to him, just like, oh, <laughs> oh. arise, Thane. Thane. <laughs> You're my house Carl now. I'll, I'll snap that fucking hand off of you right now. <laughs> I uh, the the soon as as soon as I can though, like I'm gonna find a glove for my hand because it's gonna draw attention to me. All right. We should have asked that king if he could have brought Brank back from the dead. I'm glad he's dead. I'm fine with this. No, it, he saw what he needed to see. It, it was, like, super unfortunate that Brank died. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he would have been better suited to be to be the boy with the book. We should probably should have asked the king how to get the hell out of here. Did you, did you pick up the book, you said? Yeah, I picked the book up. Uh, as soon as you pick up the book, there's an engraving in the floor, like a circular engraving, uh, that seems like it was probably up above as well. And that engraving is lit in a light blue kind of fiery flame that kind of just appears around it and kind of outlines the circular uh, thing of it. And it's it's big enough that all three of you could stand on it if you wanted to. Yeah, it sounds like a teleport, like a jump pad. Yeah. <laughs> get us out of this on. dungeon. I yeah, want to get the hell out. I put my hands in the air like, beam me up. <laughs> <laughs> so you Whee! guys all go stand on it. And yeah. as you do... Uh, everything dissolves around you. 
that blue flame kind of completely covers everything and you materialize into complete chaos. You are standing in the modern day throne room as there is a whole bunch of craziness happening. Uh, there's the, the front doors, you might remember, they closed them to try to keep the military out. Uh, yeah. There's some sort of battle going on up there that you can't really tell what's going on. Uh, there's wounded people everywhere. There's dead bodies stacked up on the sides. There's people running with weapons and with with uh, medical equipment and all sorts of things. There's uh, a, a huddle of magic users that are working together on some sort of strange uh, multi-part summoning thing. Um, and then there are the uh, there's there's uh, Sam Samael and there's Clagan. They were the that was the elf and the human, and then there's Brank also standing there with the other two leaders of the Silent Hand. He what, made it back, the? and Brank is looking very fucked up. Like he is scarred Good. on his face. He's very thin. Uh, his eyes are kind of wild. His beard looks kind of brittle. Like he's just not. He just looks. Does little, he look older than than when we were last remember him? Like does he look like aged a long tell, time? It's hard to tell by looking at a dwarf how old they are to you. Okay. Break! You're alive. What? I you're. Can, I, how I are run you? Up and hugging. How are you here? Uh, oh, we've seen and him. I like I like put my hand up at, with the glow and like the ring on the finger. And I'm like clutching the book with my left arm, like to my chest. That ring, the book. I, I pull out my great axe, and I lift it over Brank's head. And I was like, "Well, we've seen this before." Uh, <laughs> are you gonna no. chop up Brank? <laughs> I literally. Stopped. I think this is real this time. I know, and I prevent uh, Ku from like striking him. <laughs> I get and, in front uh, yeah, of him, the I'm silent. Like, the other two silent hand members rush forward and draw weapons on you guys. Uh, yeah, this is real. All right, I'm stop. Protecting Brank. <laughs> All right, I put my great axe away. Fuck. What are you doing? We thought you were. We thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. We Wait. found your body in the hallway. We found your body multiple circle. times. I found your bodies many times as well. Time was weird in that hallway. We were right. I wandered wow. the hallway for. I don't even know how long I was gone for maybe 200 years wandering. Jesus. I don't know about that, but we found the book. But you've done it. I thought you had all died many times. I saw your bones. Oh, my God. I collected the your book. skull like a lot. You wear the ring? Uh, Titus gave it to me. Titus. How did he appear? He was a skeleton. Yeah, he wasn't looking too good. They looked... He, I think he might have been a lich of some sort. He was a lich. That's true. It's true. He was an arch lich. He had blue fire in his eyes, and there were a lot of other dwarves there, Brank. Like, dead ones. And it was sad. Where did you find... What did the room look like? It looked just like this room. It was a duplicate throne room. Just way, way down. Well, that's amazing. It's 
so many different rumors of what happened that it's impossible to know, but you've brought this book just in time. This might be the thing that can change everything. This Hope is the so. turning point in the Let's war. win this shit. Yeah. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode where after all of this time, our heroes finally discover the Arch-Lich Titus Braymark on his throne. Now that they have proven themselves worthy, will having the book in their possession be enough to change the tide of the war above? Find out on next week's episode. I want to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at pinecast.com. You can leave a tip, you can leave feedback, just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.